This is Aaron Smith and Patrick Fegis from Fegis Barbecue, and you are listening to the Bogies and Burnt Ends podcast. Welcome to Bogies and Burnt Ends, the podcast that covers everything on the golf course and anything on the barbecue grill. And now, here is your host, PGA head golf professional and barbecue guru, who also knows how he likes his whiskey, Matt Scadden. Good afternoon, everyone. It's such good to be here, um, firing out another great episode of Bogies and Burn-Ins. I'm your host, uh, PJ Head Golf Professional Matt Scadden. Um, it's a great day. Today is November 21st. It's a Sunday. Rock and roll on that. Um, uh, you probably heard the great introduction before my main intro. Thank you again to Aaron Smith, Patrick Fegis. Um, they were nice enough to do that one, um, for me. And that's great. It's just, you know, so good to have friends and everyone, um, who are in, you know, this community here. Um, <clears throat> so, um, today's episodes, we you know, we're going to cover kind of some off season Houston Astros stuff. Um, you know, touch base, you know, with some contracts, um, kind of dabble out a little bit. Obviously we're going to talk some golf, um, and then today's spotlight today is going to be Blood Brothers Barbecue from Bel Air, Texas. Um, it's Houston, but it's in the Bel Air neighborhood area of Texas. Um, great, great place. The guys that own that, um, it's just a different, it's, it is a barbecue fusion. Like they throw in, you know, that... Latino affluence, you know, Creole, Asian, it's American, it's everything. It's it's just a fusion of flavors, as I call it, or as I say, a fusion of awesomeness. Um, so I'll be covering them um, today as my spotlight. Um, and I'm hoping that here on my, my next episode or my second one after that, we're going to have another special guest. Um we had Aaron Smith, Patrick Fegis on a couple episodes ago. Um, so I'm going to probably, I'm just leaking this a little bit. Um, Ara from Harlem Road Barbecue. Um, trying to work out something with him. And then also, surprisingly, we might actually have Houston's own Sports Talk 790's Joe George um, sitting down here um, for an episode as well. So, you know, we got some exciting things going on. Um, you know, looking forward to that. So we're just going to kind of jump right in here. Um, so we got Houston Astros news. Um, <clears throat> you know, just trying to figure out, obviously we re-signed. So Kate Upton is safe. Kate, Kate Upton will be back. Um, I say that jokingly because obviously Justin Verlander's back. Um, you know, signing a, uh, a one-year $25 million deal with an option for your number two for him for, for an additional 25 million. So, um, I think that'll be pretty good. Um, you know, just trying to figure out if, which of Justin Verlander are we going to get? Are we going to get the Justin Verlander of, you know, um, you know, that pitched fantastic, or are we going to kind of get a aging Verlander coming off surgery and he's not going to hit the numbers and hit what we need. Um, so we're kind of taking a little bit of a gamble there in my mind. Um, 
you know, why the hell not, you know, just rock and roll with it, see what it does. Um, you know, obviously Zach Greenkey's not coming back. Um, you know, Carlos Correa, you know, you still get people who are like, Oh, he's coming back. You know, it'll be great. No, he's not coming back. People, you know, the man has already said that he wants, or his agent has said that he wants nothing less than Francisco Lindor's $341 million 10 year contract. So, um, yeah, 341 million is gonna be hard to sell there. You already kind of showed your hand. Um, you know, Houston's going to have kind of an issue, I think, with matching anything near that. Obviously, he wants the years. You know, the years is where everything's at. Um, <clears throat> you know, so, you know, but Houston has a historical of doing five to six year deals just because, you know, you don't know what that player is going to be like. Like, I totally understand. Carlos Correa wants, you know, to be wants his future. He wants his future covered. He wants it, you know, he's got family, you know, now and stuff, you know, but 10 years, he, you know, he's gonna be 10 years older by the time his contract ends. Typically after year four or five in any contract, the plane goes down. Once you hit above the age of 30, it goes down. Once you hit above the age of about 34, 35, playability goes down. So that's, it's, it's one of those things because again, he could blow out his knee in year three, and then you're stuck with him for seven more years of paying him about $34 million. So why would you want to do that? Um, I'm just happy that, um, you know, the Yankees didn't get um, Justin Verlander. Uh, Yankees had offered him $25 million one-year deal. Um, the Astros wanted the, you know, the one year with the op that he got. Um Plus, it'll be a little bit easier for Kate Upton and him to kind of stay here. Like, why would you want to move, right? <clears throat> so, um, you know, that's good. But you got you got Noah Syndergaard going from the Mets to the Angels. Um, she'll have him, Shohei Otani at the Angels. Like, the Angels are going to be pretty good at, at pitching. They'll need a little bit more. The Angels are lacking. Um, you know, obviously, they're dealing with, you know, Mike Trout. Mike Trout being you know, who he is, but also he's aging as well. He's on that huge, large deal. Um, <clears throat> uh, let's see here. Um, so obviously Correa declined her qualifying op, uh, offer. Duh. Um, and news, Dusty Baker was third in the AL manager of the year balloting. So, you know, that's not bad. You know, it, you know, it could be worse, right? Um Astros did protect four prospects from the Rule 5 draft. Um, let's see, left-handed pitcher Jonathan Bermudez, Sean Dubin, uh, Jeremy Pena, and Joe Perez uh, was moved to the active 40-man roster so that they protected them from the Rule 5 draft. Um, you know, so that's, that's pretty good on that news. Um, let's see what else we have. <clears throat> So now the question remains for Carlos Correa, where does one go? Do you go to, you know, Texas Rangers who have, they have the capital, um, you know, do you go to the Yankees? Um, you know, do, does some team like the Angels sign you? You know, it's all going to be about money and about risk. There's always risk involved. This is going to be, you know, the most crazy risky move that I think, um, 
you know, this, this, this coming year is going to be great. Um, you know, I think if Houston can get, you know, another bat in the lineup and then if they can get, you know, again, someone to fill that shortstop need without moving, um, they do have the in-house options that could grow. Um, but you need that bat. Um, you also need, I think one more arm. Cause you're, you know, if, if you get a full Lance, you know, if if Lance is back fully recovered and rock and roll and Verlander's back and he throws as usual, then you have, you know, Fromber who could grow. You have uh, uh, Luis Garcia who, you know, showed very improvement. Um, you know, uh, her uh, – oh, uh, who am I thinking of? Um, um, you know, there's a lot of good arms. But I think that if you have those key pieces with Verlander and with Lance – um, you know, I think, I think you'll be okay. Um, you know, I think 2022, we're not going to be in any trouble by I mean losing Carlos. D- yeah. Losing the defensive glove. You know, I think you're, you're, you might be hit a little bit hard with that, but again, you need a bat. Yeah. He had one series in the playoff where his bat woke up, but besides that, his bat was fairly quiet. Yeah. He did pretty good throughout the, the year showed, you know, Hey, I'm back. You know, I didn't get hurt injury prone, all that. But, you know, still the playoffs, you know, did he show up when he needed to shine? Yes. Did he com- did he continue it through the playoffs? No. Um, so that happened. <clears throat> you know, but I think, you know, right now, you know, the A's, the A's are are, are, are trying to get back around. The Mariners are, are trying. Um, I think they're running out of time. Um, I think the Rangers are about to make a huge move. The Angels are already starting to piece stuff together. So it's going to be, I, I think the division is going to be a little closer than what it has been in the years past. Um, you know, but of course we have the, you know, you know, we have the dangers of a strike going on. You know, you got the players union and, you know, you got the collective bargaining agreement that ends. Um, you know, so, um, You know, it'll be interesting for, you know, 2022. Um, you know, so that that should be fun. Um, let's see. So now I'm going to switch over a little bit. Um, we're going to go into some golf. Um, pulling up this leaderboard here at the RSM Classic in beautiful Sea Island, Georgia. <clears throat> so you got... Um, you got Taylor Gooch leading right now at 21 under. He has a five-shot lead with a, with four holes to go. So I think he's going to pretty much win that. Mackenzie Hughes at 16. Seamus Power. Sebastian Munoz at 16. Tyler McCumber. Cameron Smith. Tom Hoagie at 15 under. And then you got a lot of other names. So it looks like, barring an absolute disaster, Taylor Gooch will pretty much almost go wire to wire. Um, he was only, I, you know, I think, I think he was third place after round one and then he kind of took over and never let go. So, um, you know, but those guys are just shooting lower scope, like, you know, low, low scores. Like you're looking at this, you know, he shot 64, 65, 67. Um, he'll end up shooting his 500 today. So he'll end up shooting another 67 again, if he finishes even. Go figure, right? Um, the guy. So this is this is the funny thing. 
the cut line was at four under par. Um, you know, now of course you have guys back at even and stuff because they've shot worse, but at four under par cut is like holy crap. It's like you know, just absolutely crazy. Um, you know, let's see, you've got um good news, you probably everyone, I hope you've either seen it on either Golf Digest, Golf Channel, Golf Magazine, Twitter, Snapchat anything. Tiger Woods is back on the range hitting golf balls. He actually doesn't look that bad at all. Um, um, so let's see. You got the Hero World Challenge coming up. Um, they have an off week. And you got the Hero World Challenge. Uh, you got the QBE Shootout, which is a fun two-man event. And then you have a nice, almost a month break before you get kind of the reload um at the Century Tournament of Champions in Hawaii, uh, January 6th, and then starts kind of what we consider our normal, usual season. So, um, you know, it's slowly, you know, dwindling down here. Um, there's some news. Oh, yeah, Tony Finau, you probably saw at uh, his own home club. So he tied John Rahm's course record with shooting a 59, playing with his pals. Um, just, I think I think I think he birdied his last five holes to end up do that. Um, that's just crazy. Um, I could not do that ever um, whatsoever. So um, that's just nuts. Um, uh, Bernard Langer winning the Charles Schwab Cup, but Phil ended up winning the event there. Um, Phil doing what Phil does best, hitting bombs, you know. Um, what else we got going on in golf related, not on the PGA tour, um, golf here at beautiful Pearland, um, you know, Pearland golf club has been good since, since I've been here. Um, greens are good. Um, course is in great shape. You know, yeah, there's some, you know, spots, um, like, you know, most courses, you know, we'll probably end up doing between 45 and 46,000 rounds for this year in 2021, which is crazy. We'll probably equal that in 2022. Tournaments are rocking. Um, outings are in full. Um, you know, stuff's kind of, I don't say normal, but it's golf play is still pretty good. Um, you know, we, you know, ha have, a, have a great team, great shop team, great cart staff, great team here. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um you know, it's, it's, it's really good for what's happening here. And, um, you know, and I think this place is going to go far. Um, you know, I've been doing a lot of lessons. I've done more lessons than I ever had. I had a huge last month or, you know, between now and this past month, it's been great. Um, I'm currently working on a swing change, which is kind of pissing me off right now. Um, you know, trying to kind of activate my hips, swinging through with my hips, holding it off a little bit. Um, I'm hitting it further, which is a good thing. Um, I think I'm getting closer. Um, you know, I, you know, I've played two rounds since I've done this swing change. I'm playing one more round tomorrow. Um, you know, a swing change is tough. Um, you know, the thought process is just, you know, at least when I hit shots that are bad and stuff, 
I know, listen, it's a long road. Don't worry about it. Um, you know, whereas before you hit bad shots and you were like, God, that's you terrible. Um, you know, going through swing change, you know, it's going to take time. Um, you know, it just happens. So, you know, it's all good, but, um, you know, it's just one of those things you, you got to get through it. You, you know, you got, you know, you have to end up getting through life. Um, you know, and you just keep on going, you know, golf, golf's my life, you know, golf, barbecue, friends, you know, the, you know, you know, it's all, it's all what life is about. Um, you know, and I will get through it. People get through it. Um, it's why that I teach, you know, you see people's faces when they get frustrated because they can't swing, they can't play. Um, and the faces when they start hitting it well and they start playing well. Um, you know, I'm doing this a little bit on my own with a little bit of help, but, um, you know, it's one of those things that I think for the betterment of my golf game, I need to do it. Um, I know what I'm doing wrong. I know what I need to do. Um, but it's just tough. You know, it's tough. Just, just, you know, I've tried to see about, you know, if I wanted to get help and get one of my friends or get another PJ pro, that I'm maybe not friend or friends with, or I'm not maybe friends with them, but I'm not close with them, you know, so they can tell me, listen here, you stupid dude, this is what you need to do. Um, you know, and I decided to kind of go out alone and kind of send video to them. Hey, what do you think? I'm just getting feedback from it, you know, so we'll just can, you know, you know, continue with that. So, um, I'm going to get into the good stuff, right? So this week's barbecue spotlight is blood brothers barbecue out of Bel Air, Texas, small spot in Houston, but started by three guys from A-Leaf. They're New York Times Top 50. They're Texas Monthly Barbecue Top 50. And nice as this can be, guys, the restaurant is awesome. <clears throat> the flavors and the menus are just nuts. Um, they always do something different. It's, it's, it's just awesome. Um, I, you know, I can just keep on going. Right. So <clears throat> let me get you here. So <clears throat> this is just reading kind of a little a little bibliography page, right? Story begins in the early nineties in a small middle-class suburb of Southwest Houston named Aleph. Um, what distinguishes Aleph is the melting pot of cultures and the joining of the white and blue collar workers. Um, they grew up in Aleph during the time bonds were formed between young teenagers. Um, and it was a brotherhood, so otherwise blood brothers. Um, after traveling their own paths for nearly two decades, three Aleph men's lives crossed once again. It seemed as if no time had passed. They picked up where they left off. The brotherhood was still intact and stronger ever. In 2014, a year after rebooting their friendship, the three men developed an awareness of shared enthusiasm for three things. Good friends, good food, and good times. With this realization, they set out on a new endeavor, creating the path of Blood Brothers Barbecue. And that's the big thing. So you have Robin, Terry, and Quay. So... Quay, Robin, and Terry have been friends for forever. Um, 
they're in a city where barbecue combines history and tradition. Um, and they just decided, Hey, let's take the barbecue traditions that we know of, expand them, reinterpret them. And according to JC Reed, another chapter in our city's delicious barbecue story. So, excuse me, I give you blood brothers barbecue. Um, is it 54, 25 Beller, Beller Boulevard? Pretty good location. They have a nice little outside spot too. Um, inside's pretty decently sized. The staff is phenomenal. They have a giant bar with beers on tap and just whatever that you really want. It's awesome. Um, sorry, I got something with my teeth. You know, you, you, you know, besides you have, you know, mac and cheese, you got brisket, fried rice, you got just the list can go on and on. And so what I like about them is they post on Instagram, they post on on online, on Facebook. The menu changes constantly. The specials and stuff change. They normally keep, you know, the same few things. Obviously, you know, chicken, turkey, brisket, la 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 la, you know, all the usual stuff. But they have a public menu, or sorry, their 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 features. So like this was the Saturday menu from yesterday. So they have beef rib, they have jerk pulled pork taco, um, a fit, fit noong pork belly burn-ins, um, the go, 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 sorry, thanks, but go, 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 Jang glazed pork ribs. Those are one of my favorites. The, those glazed pork ribs are awesome. The flavor's there. Um, they do a, a cheesesteak. They do French dip. Um, they did a smoked prime biscuit cheeseburger. Um, they do smoked wings, which are always awesome. You can get them with various different sauces. Um, the sweet chili is always good. The gochujang is great. Um, you get the terio tool, the pigmo, which are their sandwiches. You get this, uh, let's see, the pigmo is pulled pork. Um, Melted provolone uh, with the blueberry hob, hob, habanero sauce on a grilled wine bread. Like, t- flavors are there, man. Um, <clears throat> Friday was Thai chili peanut butter sticky ribs. I haven't had those yet. Um, Thai green curry boudin. Bourbon peach habanero pork belly burnings. I've had those. Those are awesome. Um, they're pork belly burnings that they do that for, for their daily features. And their ribs are awesome. Um, a, a pho rubbed beef belly spring rolls. Those are good. Um, they did a ripper hot link dog, which has a ghost pepper, um, relish on it. Just the flavor profiles here is, you know, your, 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 your true barbecue traditionalist, I think would tell you that this is not true barbecue. Um, but I think your people who know barbecue and know the cooking and know the passion behind it, um, the flavors are there. Um, you know, that, that Asian, you know, the Thai, the, you know, the, you know, it's got the Thai effluence, the Korean, you know, it's, it's all good. Um, the flavor profiles and, you know, and I don't talk enough on them, like, you know, regular barbecue, the flavor profiles are, are, are there, but this just opens up 
you know, this just opens up your mind with so many different flavors. Cause like, you know, you got beef belly spring rolls, you got a bourbon peach habanero pork belly burn in, you got like Thai green boudin, you got like, you know, you got this, you know, Thai Korean type, it's, you know, glaze on the ribs. It's, excuse me, it's, it's just the flavors that make them special. Um, so let me go like Thursdays and I'm just gonna keep talking. Brisket burning steam buns. I've had those before. Um, let me see. Go to Jing. I don't know why that word. Hit. I, I, I stutter obviously for most people who listen to me, know me. So I have a speech impediment, but that word go, go to Jing. I don't know why that I can't say gochujang like I just did right there, um, you know, but glazed pork ribs. Um, they do a French dip. Let me see. I'd say Bowles Burden Biscuit, smoked turkey, pot pie gravy. There's the Ripper Dog again. Smoked chicken, Caesar salad. Um, my wife gets that every now and then. Um, you know, friends are getting that. It's really good. Um so this was just from this past week, um, Wednesday features, uh, smoked char siu, pork belly fried bao buns. I've tried a different version that they've had. They've also have a tri-tip pastrami sandwich. I've tried that. Um, smoked char, char siu pork banh mi, the banh mi that they make every now and then that gets on this features menu. So good. Like I will say if, if, if you're a fan of fusion, and you're a fan of that Korean, Asian kind of influence, you would love Blood Brothers. Blood Brothers is great barbecue to begin with, just with the basic stuff you can get before. You can get your usual, you know, items. Yeah, you know, you get, you know, you you get in certain things and then you kind of see it, but like great barbecue nonetheless, but then the flavors and their take on it is just awesome. And I can see that's why that they're, they're ranked the way they are, right? <clears throat> um let's see they had a jamaican meat pie uh gochujang again glazed pork ribs um they had they had a um beef cheek tacos that i had one time that were awesome um just you you can't go wrong because because I, I love it because their menu constantly changes um and you know the fact that it's just how do i put it right so you got let's just read so this is from the texas monthly deal so they're drawing on mediterranean asian and caribbean you know so very day days that you know sausage turkey brisket and ribs are always available um then they have they have uh let me see they have the bon me the the gouda mac and cheese is pretty much always there it's awesome jalapeno coleslaw brisket fried rice you know it's always there you got guava glazed ribs you know smoked brisket hawaiian you know just the the list goes on and on um <clears throat> so they uh, let me see um so Quay and Jamie Valencia are the quote-unquote pitmasters. Um, their method is oak and pecan and an offset smoker. But again, this, this is why I love it. He had a new menu posted every day on their social media account. 
So you get the same regular stuff, like I just said, but kind of like that, I repeat, it changes on a daily basis. And I will just constantly talk about, you know, the flavor profiles are there. So go see Terry, go see Quay, go see Robin. Um, They're family. They're really awesome guys. Um, One's normally working the bar. One's on the line. One's in the back. They're always rocking and rolling. So go, go see this group. Blood Brothers Barbecue is just a fusion masterpiece. And um, I hope to have one day have these guys on here um, because their flavors rock. They're probably my top two barbecue places um, as far as barbecue flavors and profile. Um, I will not tell you my first one. It's a secret. Um, but it is top two. I, I wouldn't even put them number one and number two. I just say they're, here's my two top ones, but the flavor profiles at blood brothers is there. And that I think what makes them unique. And that's why that in the barbecue world, it's, it's awesome. It's something different. Um, but again, I always talk about, it. it's always family always that way um um but yeah so bel air it's actually not that bad of a drive from pretty much anybody um you know but just the culture in it is what's great um you know like you know you would never think that different options like that would, would work. But, you know, so like this is this, this was a special for today. Smoked beef cheek. Um, so I had that, like I said, guava glaze, owl, owl, pastor, pork belly burn-ins, red chili, carnitas, stacked enchiladas, chimichimiya with queso, which is brisket, black beans, roasted corn, kale, serrano, red cabbage. Um, let's see, they have a Toluca style chorizo nachos, chilaquiles, uh, rojos, chorizo croquettes, smoked chicken flautas, elote in un palo, um, smoked chicken wings. Like the, the profiling is all there. Um, you know, just really, really great guys. Um, you know, go see Blood Brothers. You know, tell them, <clears throat> you know, tell them that you listen to me. Tell them that you heard on bogeys and burn-ins we're trying to get this big we're trying to get this bigger it is slowly getting that way um you know it's just a great overall time um you know in barbecue you know go see them try them if you're like "Eh, asian and all this is not my thing it's okay just try it once like the flavors are there the ribs no matter which ones you get are there. It's awesome. The flavors are there. Um, you know, give them a try, give them a shot, but go see them. They're great guys. New York times, top 50, Texas monthly top 50. Um, you know, their family, they rock and roll it. So go see them. Great staff, great friend. Tell them I sent you. Um, if you have any ideas for any of our shows, let me know. I'm on Instagram, Matt Scadden, PGA. Um, you can also email me mscadden, that's M-S-C-A-D-D-E-N at pga.com. Um, you know, send me an email, let us know feedback. Um, you know, that's, that's the biggest thing. 
Um, you know, I'm here for y'all to kind of, you know, you know, of, of kind of what, what you want. Right. Um, you know, but please just go, go check them out. Um, Blood Brothers Barbecue open in 2018. Um, the flavors are there. Just go see them there. They are great guys. Um, I hear from a Yeti cup. Didn't know this top was magnetic. Sorry. Um, you know, but the flavor profiles will kind of awaken you, um, you know, so, well, guys, that's all the time I have for this episode, but have a great Thanksgiving. Have a great week. Um, tomorrow is Monday, so it's the start of the week. Don't hit that little Monday. You're like, oh, man, but, you know, have a good week. You know, be kind, be friends to each other, love each other, love yourself. And that's all today. Thank you again for Aaron Smith and Patrick Feed just for the, the intro. Um, I do appreciate you guys, but this is all I got. So again, love one another, be kind, be yourself, love yourself, and have a great week. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Bogies and Burnt Ends. Be sure to rate and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss an episode. Until next time, keep on grilling and hitting them straight.